Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Today being Tuesday, the 24th of November. Uh, it's actually quite late in the day, about uh, quarter to 6 p.m. in the afternoon. Run a couple of workshops today, but also had a really interesting coaching session just now with a client that uh, was the catalyst for this particular message, and hence it's going to be a bit of a quick a quick hit podcast. So hopefully this adds value to you as a sales letter, but also if you're an individual contributor thinking about how I can improve and increase my influence within teams and challenge, I guess, the way we do things within the business. Hopefully, this message will resonate with you as well. So I'm going to talk this, uh, title this particular episode as Like a Dog with a Bone. And the conversation I had today was around a challenge that a particular client was having within the business and really trying to grapple with uh, some situations that she's dealing with in terms of challenges around manpower, but also results and, uh, and not necessarily getting the full buy-in from other parts of the business, particularly some senior parts of the business, which is causing, as you can probably appreciate, high levels of frustration uh, for this particular individual. Now, one of the key things we've been talking about, and I talk about this a lot in leadership, is if we're to be a really good leader, we need to learn to effectively lead others. We need to learn to effectively influence others. Not just our team in terms of sometimes that's easy because we've got positional power, if you like, or we've got the position or the title. Uh, and sometimes people rely upon that as, the, I guess, as the default, not that we want to do that all the time, but because you've got people in your team, sometimes it's easier to just say, hey, I'm your, I'm your manager, this is what I want you to do. And look, in some cases that might warrant it, but certainly from my perspective in terms of building great leadership and a great foundation of leadership, that's not what we want to rely upon. We want to re- rely upon a an environment of trust and respect where people are actually doing things because they respect you and they trust you, not because you're their manager. But there will be other parts of the business that we need to learn to engage with in a more effective way and therefore influence uh, key stakeholders that are not necessarily direct uh, direct reporting to us or may, uh, may not necessarily be in our direct reporting line, but are pivotal in us being successful and playing, playing a part in the overall success of the business. So leading, leading, learning to effectively manage and lead upwards is really important. Learning how to influence upwards is really important and building confidence around how to challenge, how to challenge the way we're doing things. Rather, rather than uh, thinking about how do I challenge the individual, but challenge the individual's thinking and the behavior. Because when it comes to feedback, one of the key things we need to always remember is giving feedback is about giving feedback on the behavior of what you're observing, not necessarily giving feedback on the individual themselves because sometimes that can come across as being an opinion and therefore people can get their back up and therefore sometimes go on the attack. So, But being relentless and being like a dog with a bone is, is a great attribute that I think more and more leaders need to start taking on board and particularly in a highly matrixed organization where uh, pressure comes down not just from on high but from all angles and sometimes we're trying to be all things to all people and if we're not if we're not good at uh, asking questions if we're not good at challenging the way we're doing things if we're not good at articulating messaging then it can become quite all-consuming to the point where we're not as effective as we could be and we start uh, losing levels of respect within the team because we're not pushing the envelope or not necessarily challenging the status quo. Now, the reason this came about is this particular client I'm working with is having some real challenges right now with uh, people in the business not necessarily fully understanding or not wanting to put themselves in a position to fully understand 
the situation that she's in and therefore the results that her team are delivering. Now, they're, they're under immense pressure right now and they're doing the very best they possibly can. They're putting extra resources on to try and uh, clear a backlog of customer orders and trying to do everything they possibly can in terms of improving processes, changing the way they're doing things, uh, looking at innovative ways to better serve customers to, to, I guess, to shorten the time between order and delivery of certain things. And it's just causing all amounts of, uh, all amounts of concern. What's even more concerning is there are people within the business that are simply pointing the finger and looking at what this person's doing or not doing and wondering why this person is not delivering better results because they believe they're, they're more capable. And the frustration is coming from this person is sharing almost daily now some of the challenges they're facing and it's all based on real data. It's, it's real information. There's no real emotion attached to it. Although people are now starting to get emotional because <laughs> the numbers are not going in the direction that the business would like it to be. But what's, what tends to be happening is it appears that the information that she's providing on a daily basis is being uh, not absorbed or not necessarily understood. So it's literally falling on deaf ears. And in fact, what she shared with me is, in fact, some of the key people that she needs to have at this meeting or at least uh, get across the information are not attending the meetings and they're sending people who are representatives of themselves to these particular meetings. And so what tends to be happening is these people who are attending the meetings are relaying information, but it's becoming second and third hand. So the person who needs to have this information is not getting all of the context and therefore are not being able to make uh, the correct decisions based on all the information being available. And what my client's now thinking is of she's constantly having to defend herself and defend her team in terms of where they're at, in terms of the performance of the of the team and therefore the performance of the, her part of the business. And it's causing a huge amount of frustration, not only for her, but it's causing a huge amount of frustration for her team because all of a sudden her team are now asking her, well, what the hell's going on? Aren't the people listening to us? Aren't we, aren't we valued as members of this organization? What is going on? And so we talked about some strategies to think about uh, in terms of changing the way she's approaching these meetings. And I said to her, well, what's stopping you from going direct to the source, right? Now, go to the source of momentum. Instead of going to the intermediary, instead of uh, providing the information through that particular person, what's stopping you from going directly to the person who you need to get buy-in from and having that conversation directly? And she said, well, the only thing really stopping is this person has been delegated and the expectation is that this person gets all the information. And so well, that's fine. How many times have you actually shared this information to the point where you haven't got cut through? And this is the key lesson out of today. Uh, she said, well, I've had a, a week, week worth of meetings and literally seven days in a row I've been articulating a key message and all I've been getting back is this is not a priority. But as part of that, what she realized is she's been accepting that as almost gospel and not challenging that. So I said, one of the key things we need to think about and take on as, as a leader is full responsibility for everything that happens. And I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Whilst we may not, may not have control over how other people respond or what sort of information we get back, we still take responsibility for that because what we have power over is how we then respond to what that response is. So I said, if you're not getting information you're looking for, then take that responsibility on and say, okay, what am I doing or not doing? That's letting this person to give me the answer that I'm getting, right? And I take that on as responsibility. And it may well be that the person you're sharing information from or for in terms of the intermediary or the person who's a delegate, if you like, is not passing on all the information. So they're getting it second or third hand, as I've already said. I said, so what's stopping us from going around and going straight to the source? Because it means that the person is not having all the information and therefore the decisions that are being made are not based on fact. So I said, we're being forced to then go through the intermediary, not necessarily going directly to the source, and therefore we're not getting the outcome. 
So I said, we need to be really clear on what the support is that we need from the business and therefore be really uh, crystal clear on what the consequences or what the impact is going to be if we don't get this support. Now, numbers talk. So if you can articulate what the numbers are that will be impacted by us not getting the level of support that you need, then that makes it a lot easier to then craft a message and then reach out to the person who who you need to reach out to in order to put it on them and give them the opportunity to uh, respond. Now, this is where the, the key message is from a like a dog with a bone comes into it. I said, we want to get into a position where somebody in the business says, oi, enough. Enough is enough. Stop asking this. The answer is going to be no. Until that point, then I'm going to keep looking for a different way to get my message through. I'm going to articulate it in a different way. I'm going to continue to be like a dog with a bone until somebody stands up and says, oi, stop it. You're not going to get it. Or thank you for sharing that. Finally, somebody's had the courage to come to me directly and share what's actually going on. And it may well reveal that the person who's being forced to be the delegate is not passing on all of the information that's required or they're interpreting it in a different way which means the message that's getting sent to the person who ultimately is responsible for making the decision is not getting all of the information in which to make a judgment call on so i said this is the key the key message you need to actually look at ways and you do this in a really respectful way you look at how you can get to the source and it's doing it in a professional way as well. So it's being as professional as you possibly can, as being unemotional as you possibly can, and looking purely at the facts. But really being able to articulate a message, being able to articulate what is the support I need, what do I actually require, and what is the reason behind why I need this, but also think about what are the consequences to the business if we don't get this done. Now, if you can do that in a relentless way, you'll be, a, you'll be surprised to understand that there'll be many barriers that will all of a sudden be broken down because sometimes people put barriers up just to test people's resolve and because some people have other priorities to focus on right now and they think, well, if my door's not being uh, banged down, right, constantly being banged down and people are constantly knocking, then obviously there's not really an issue. So I said to her, and this is where I left it today and I'll leave you with this key message as well. Be like a dog with a bone. Be absolutely ruthless and be absolutely relentless, but do it in a professional way. If you're not getting the message through, if you're not getting information you need, and if you don't believe you've got the understanding you need, then you need to look at ways to actually get your message through to the right people who need to see it and need to hear it, and don't stop until somebody says, oi, stop. Because until that day happens, you've got an opportunity to actually still create a level of influence because you need to, because what people are looking for and what businesses are looking for is they're looking for people with innovation, they're looking for people who are prepared and have the confidence and the courage to have a conversation and to challenge the way we're doing things. And sometimes it takes relentless application to do that and hence be like a dog with a bone. So I trust that message helps. If you're having some challenges right now and trying to get your message across and you're not necessarily getting to the source, firstly think about how is my message being, uh, how is it resonating? Am I articulating in the right way? Can I change the way my message is, is being articulated? Is there a different strategy I can employ? But also think about, is there somebody who can I who can I step around? Who can I bring in to help influence? How can I get to the source? Now, it's not doing it in a sneaky way. It's basically being really upfront and full of integrity and saying, look, I'm going to reach out to this particular person because I don't necessarily think the message is, is hitting the mark. And so, and making people aware of that and not going around behind people's backs because nobody likes that and that's not the way uh, great leaders do it, but they do and are prepared to go to the source and reach out to the people and, and get that uh, get that opportunity, hopefully, to have a have a conversation. So until somebody turns around and says, oi, enough is enough, keep, keep fighting the good fight. Keep focusing on what sort of support you need, what that message needs to be, and until you get somebody to say, oi, stop, or they listen, 
Focus on keeping the main thing the main thing and be a dog like a dog with a bone and be absolutely relentless and ruthless in your pursuit of excellence, but also in your pursuit of truth and pursuit of integrity and, and trust and respect. So a reminder also, if you're committed to taking your sales leadership to that exceptional level, helping your team drive sustainable and replicable results, but in the process helping you gather more meaning and also make more money for yourself and elevate your sales leadership, let's have a conversation. Go to my calendar, jump on to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits and I'll give you a call and I look forward to having that conversation. So uh, be a dog like a dog with a bone, be relentless. And when you do that, you'll be amazed at what sort of barriers you can break down and what sort of relationships you can build when you're absolutely relentless in your pursuit of excellence. So I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.